Hey everybody and welcome to the special NHL play NHL playoff edition of the JCC show. Broadcasting here from beautiful Kenilworth Studios in downtown Berwyn. I am Josh. We have Carmen and Christopher as always and especially with us today, Roy and the star of Khan Talks Hockey, Konstantin Stanovich. We're here to talk about the NHL playoffs about all the matchups and how our Chicago Blackhawks are going to do. But we're going to start uh, in the East with the first matchup uh, in the Eastern Conference. We are going to go with the Montreal Canadiens against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, currently, the Canadiens uh, Canadians are... Uh, 3-0, right? Yeah. Montreal, Montreal Canadiens are, are, are leading the Ottawa Senators 3-0 right now. Um, and we're going to give our uh, our predictions here. Obviously, you know we're uh, we're a little late to the game here, but you know, uh, better late than never. That's what they say, right? We haven't nobody's won anything yet, so there's plenty of hockey left to play, especially in the first round. So we're going to start off with this matchup first, uh, give our breakdown of it, and uh, see how this advances us into the next round of the playoffs. So per- personally, for me, I have. Um, I have the I have uh, the, the Canadians winning this in five. Obviously, they're already up. Uh, they're already up two zero uh, or three zero. I'm sorry, they're already up three zero. And uh, you know that doesn't seem too far fetched. But the way that the way that this series is going, um, I, I just believe that Montreal is capitalizing on way too many uh, mistakes. By there, you know, every time the Senators are making a mistake, Montreal is right there to capitalize, put the puck in the back of the net, and you know, obviously give them. Uh, the the big upper advantage uh, in this series by obviously winning all three games so far and, and you know what that's not to say that uh, Ottawa is a bad team they've been in every single game of the series you know they like I like I said though Montreal is capitalizing on everything any little slip up that they have they're they're definitely uh, they're definitely making that in their favor and uh, you know capitalizing uh, uh, proving those into into W's for the series so. Uh, I, I think that to me, I mean, I, I obviously think Montreal is going to win also in the series, and uh, but I think that I think that the difference in the series, basically, because Ottawa is a pretty good team, and they play really well, especially against Montreal. They just have they've come up short in every game, cause especially that last game. They were they were in that game until the last what five minutes of the game when when Montreal tied it. But uh, I think the difference in the series is, is basically Carey Price and Carey Price alone. I, I think the goaltending is superior, and I think goaltending in the playoffs wins. So. That's why I picked the Montreal Canadiens to win. The only reason why Montreal is winning the series right now is Carey Price. Because uh, Montreal's offense is only ranked 20th in the league, and Ottawa's offense is ranked 9th. So you can see why, like, how I think Carey Price is definitely taking this series by storm. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, though, Con. Wasn't Carey Price the number one goalie in the regular season? He was the number one GAA, so goals allowed average. He won the co. He won the William Jennings Trophy with Corey Crawford. Which what is a William Jennings Trophy? Because I'm not familiar with that trophy. Most games won for a goalie. No, it's for the best GAA and oh. save percentage. So. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Patrick uh, PK Subban is a is a difference maker in Carey Price and. And I just if we're, if we're going to go there to PK Subban, yeah. I, I just want to say that was a that, that was, was a dirty hit. That was a really dirty hit. Yeah, that was definitely a suspension. I mean, we saw last year uh, uh, Brent Seabrook hit uh, somebody. Oh, who's that? I can't remember Bacchus. on the Blues. Uh, Backus on the Blues last year, and it wasn't it wasn't that aggressive of a hit, and he was suspended for uh, for a game. 
It looked like he was chopping wood. I and mean, Bac- he came down with the hammer. Although, although yeah. ba- Bacchus did get, I think he was out for a game uh, with a some sort of upper body injury. You know, they, you know how the NHL is; they don't disclose that information. But PK Subban, he he fractured the guy's hand. He yeah, fractured but- his hand, and he's got ligament damage. But he's 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 not missing any games. But still, he caused an injury to one of their best players. What well, is he? Is he not? But isn't it, but isn't. Uh- isn't the NHL known for you know they, they don't allow they don't make certain calls based on the effect of the of the player in hand like if a guy gets hurt and he's laying on the ice and if they believe he's in imminent danger they'll call they'll stop the game but if they don't believe he's really truly hurt that they let the play continue so I mean it's just kind of on par for what the how they how they run the league right? I mean right I mean he, he, it's not like it's not like he, he fractured his wrist or broke his wrist and he can't play he's still playing there's a um there's a for the NHLPA, and they handle all the suspensions and things like that. They had a um, a chief change. Um, Brian Shanahan used to be the chief of the NHLPA, and he gave out a ton of suspensions. But this year, there hasn't been as many. So yeah, but don't you think that don't you think that, that injury though only only happens because he's wearing such small gloves and they don't protect? But that, all doesn't, but that doesn't matter. But it's, that, still, it's still a dirty hit though. But that's no, a, that's the thing. Is Dirty, dirty borderline. Just because that's—I mean—that's a—that's a retaliation hit. That ha- happens all the time. Except for in, the, in most cases, the guys have a glove that's a bigger glove that protects that. Where this guy had a smaller pair of gloves that didn't protect. Again, that. I'm not—I'm not a full season every game hockey watcher. But when I do, if that was a hit when it was a, a big crowd in front of the goal and there was a lot of puck activity or anything like that, or it was in the the you know the edge of the rink or whatever, I understand that. But. The, the puck is almost at the blue line. Yeah. He's standing there in front of the goal, and it's just those two, and he just winds up like he's taking, like he's hitting at a, at the fair, trying to hit the bell, and he just swings. I mean, it's a really dirty-looking hit. Like, it, there's no intent other than, I'm going to try and hit him in the wrist as hard as possible. That's where I would have the problem with it, that. Yeah, that. I, you know, it, it was dirty. That, that, that that's no, that's no mistake about it. It was a dirty hit. Uh, I, I feel like he should have been suspended for at least a game. And like uh, like the Senators coach said that you know if he if the NHL doesn't do something about it, they're going to. And you know I, they didn't do anything in Game Three about it. But uh, you know I, I'm sure if they're on the I, I'm sure if they know that they're on the ropes of elimination and they they're not going to come back from this, I'm sure they're going to give PK Subban their best uh, their 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 best run. At him, uh, and see, yeah, it, but if you think that, if he was suspended, if you just suspend Subban, now you don't have to worry about somebody getting like hurt. You know, if he just gets suspended for a game, they they maybe lose that game. They're still going to probably win the series, but they lose that game, and now you're not at the risk of somebody retaliating and maybe breaking Subban's wrist, maybe him being out for the rest of the playoffs. I mean, I would think, I would think that as Subban's teammate, I would rather have him suspended for that one game and then say, okay, fair is fair. There was tit for tat versus. Now there's going to be retaliation. Losing them to the duration of the playoffs. How do you how do you have you know how do you handle that? Yeah, but then if, if you're saying that he should have been suspended for that for a dirty hit, then how do you feel about what happened with uh, with Andrew Shaw when he was on the bench against the Predators? I mean, he was on the bench and he got assaulted. What, what then? Yeah, I mean, right? that, that I mean, that's, too, a, that's that, the same. I mean, that too is dirty. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, that's just as dirty as, as whacking with the wrist. I mean, th- that that hit, however, you know, we're jumping a little bit ahead. That that hit, however, I, I think should just be a straight fine. I mean, it wasn't like it, it was dirty, yeah, but Andrew Shaw didn't lose any teeth or fractures jaw or anything yeah, but, like that. But I mean, the, the hit was the hit. I mean, well, whether he did or not, I mean, still the intent was there, right? Does the, does that question get to a, a bigger topic of does it warrant how far you know if he if he's out for a month? Does that make the the penalty or the suspension worse, or is it just 
here's what it is. You know, if you have, um, I compared football because I, 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 I watch football a ton more. If you have a big hit across the middle and somebody's out because you gave them a concussion for three games, is that more of a suspension than they just have to go over to the sidelines and they're out for two two series? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I do, but I I think that it's just it's just a difference in sports and how the sports are ran. I mean, because I mean, look at basketball. If that if that any of those plays would have happened in basketball, the guy would have been thrown out for yeah. the series. Football, you know, you get hit above a certain level, you know, that's it. Baseball, same thing. There's no, there's no tolerance. But in hockey, it's a different animal where, you know, they they solely base it off of a guy of whether he can play or not. If he if he gets legitimately hurt, it's a big deal. If he does not get hurt or he's hurt and he well, comes back, yeah, it's not just, as big of a deal. Just look at how they call high stickings. You know, a, a, a high sticking penalty is only two minutes unless they draw blood. Then it's a major, which is four or five minutes, right? It's four see? minutes. Four for minutes. A minor. Yeah. So I mean, if they draw blood, then obviously it's a more severe hit, and you know it's a, it's a bigger penalty, but. Uh, you know, needless to say, we'll see, we'll see what happens and, and how this series unfolds and, and what Ottawa does because we know that they're going to come back with something. You know, obviously they're not going to they're not going to tip their hand right away and, and go right back at them the first you know the first shift of the next game. But um, they're they're definitely going to take their run at PK Subban. Kansi, who did you have in the series? I had Montreal winning the series, but I have um I had Ottawa winning two games the series. Yeah, I had Ottawa winning one game. I think Ottawa could come back in the next two games, give Montreal a run for their money because Carey Price could be could be rattled and he could let in a ton of goals the next two games. Yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe one game because of home ice, but I think once it goes back to Montreal, if it goes back to Montreal, it's over. I mean, I just think bravo for the Ottawa fans though for you know they're showing their displeasure and. P.K. Subban, and every time he touches the puck, booing him. It's, it's kind of awesome because I don't even have to watch who has the puck. As soon as they start booing, I know P.K. Subban has the puck, which is kind of well, cool. That's, yeah, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's also because he's just one of the best players in the NHL. I mean, he, he just is. Um, I, I, I had Montreal winning. So yeah, so I, I had Montreal in five. So I, they, they, if I if I'm saying five, I they obviously believe that they're going to lose this next game in Ottawa, yeah. and they're going to win it at home in Montreal. Yeah. Right. I mean, I personally wouldn't be surprised if Ottawa pulls one out, but I think Montreal has a chokehold on this series, and I, I, I could see them totally ending it next game. Yeah, they, they, they've already put their imprint on this series. Uh, so I think we, you know, we obviously, as a consensus pick, we have the, the Canadians moving on to the second round, um, you know, to, to face either uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning or the, or the Detroit uh, Red Wings. So from there, uh, who do you guys... Wait, what do you what do you see the shake how the shakedown goes? New York, going to go to New York now. No, we're gonna go. No, we're gonna go Tampa, uh, Detroit, Tampa to Detroit. the hated North. Uh, well, the series is tied one to one. Surprisingly, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, going into it, I didn't think Detroit had a chance against Tampa Bay, but I think the, Detroit's one of those just battle tested, you know, driven teams where it's like no matter how how they are, what, what shape they're in, they're, they're going to grind it out and, and make it an interesting series, if not if nothing else. They might not win, but it's going to be interesting. As much as I hate Detroit, they got, they have uh, that suppressive 24 years a row in the playoffs. I mean, that's older than some teams right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I still think with the series being 1-1, I'm, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay probably in six, just because their offense, I think, is just far superior than to Detroit's defense. And Detroit's offense can't keep up with the scoring pace that, that the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning should move upon. So I say the, uh, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning in six. 
I have I, I have the same outcome uh, for the for a couple fa- for a couple simple reasons. Uh, you know, Detroit won one game. They 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 stole game one essentially. Uh, what I believe, uh, but Tampa Bay overall just looks a, like a lot faster, a lot, a, a lot more faster than the Detroit Red Wings can handle at this point, uh, especially with their aging roster and everything like that. And, and and Tampa Bay came back in Game Two and pretty much blew out the Red the Detroit Red Wings five to one. And uh, I just believe that's not a fluke. Uh, you know, it's not one of those games that you know uh, Detroit just had bad goaltending or you know had a had a couple you know miscues where where Tampa Bay capitalized on them. Tampa Bay is just a better team, I, I believe, and uh, they're going to continue on from their game two victory, and uh, and, and they're going to win in six as well, I believe. Yeah, I totally see Tampa Bay winning in six. Also, I mean, I, I mean, I give Detroit credit credit is due, but uh, what happened in game two was was probably going to happen the rest of the series, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they just look fast. Tampa Bay just looks like a really fast team, and mm-hmm. and Steven Stamkos hasn't even he hasn't even done much in the series yet. So you know, when he shows his when he shows his uh, his his skill and his star power, it's it's lights out for uh, lights out for Tampa Bay. They're gonna definitely put uh, Detroit in a in a deep hole. I've got Tampa Bay in five, probably because uh, well my right, my main reason right now is Ben Bishop's goaltending. Um, because last year he was a Vesna finalist, um, with the likes of Tuukka Rask and Semyon Verlama. So I think he can maybe carry the team with help from Stamkos and win in five. I got Tampa Bay. So we all it's a clean sweep <laughs> for Tampa. All right. So this is this isn't going very well for the rest of the teams in the in the brackets because it's it's a little lopsided right now. But so far we got uh we got Montreal and Tampa Bay advancing. Uh, they're 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 facing they're going to face off against each other in the second round of the playoffs. In the bottom bracket, we have uh, the New York Rangers against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins right now, and the series is tied one to one. Personally, I have uh, I have the the Rangers winning. However, I think it's going to be a battle, uh, and 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 by that I mean I, I believe it's going to the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to take them all seven games. Um, ba- uh, basically, because in the first two games, even though the Rangers, you know, the, the series is tied one to one. The Rangers barely won that second game, so or the first game. I'm sorry, they won the first game, right? Yeah, they won the first. They game. won. The, yeah, they barely won the first game. Uh, and the and the Pittsburgh Penguins just kind of schooled them in that second game. They gave them pretty much a taste of their own medicine there. And uh, you know, you guys probably saw all the highlights, but you know, Sidney Crosby. Yep. You know, I, it, he's he he was amazing in that game. I mean, what he was doing, for, you know, both scoring and setting up his offense on his, on his line shifts was was pretty remarkable, especially against one of the top defenses in the league. And uh, I mean, that one, the, his second goal of the game, you know, falling down, you know, it was a basically a falling down tip uh, a tip goal. I mean, he just kind of put his stick out there, and the puck redirected right up right up over Henrik Lundqvist's uh, shoulder, and, and it was in the back of the net. So, uh, And, I, you know, as much as Sidney Crosby's been hurt, uh, I do believe that he, you know, he could he could be still potentially the best player in the NHL, and, and to have that against the best uh, the best team in the NHL... The best, it, one of the it, best goalies. And it's, it, it's, it's not a good recipe for them. Like I said, um, I still believe the Rangers are going to win it in seven, but it, it, Pittsburgh's going to give them a hell of a battle. I have the Rangers in six, mainly because of their offense and their defense, 
especially on the defensive side with Henrik Lundqvist and Ryan McDonough. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with uh, I, I agree with UConn, and I, I think New York in six. I just think that uh, you know Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is really only a dis- to me in my eyes the only decided advantage that Pittsburgh has in uh, in against the New York Rangers is the fact that their power play and their power play killing units are better. And I mean, there's in, in the playoffs you don't usually get a ton of penalties calling, especially a lot of power plays. So I mean, unless Pittsburgh's going to be in a permanent power play, I don't see them having much of a chance. Yeah, I got New York winning this one in seven. Also, I think uh, it's going to be a great series. So far, so good. But I just think at the end of the day, they're going to pull it out. I, I actually have Pittsburgh winning, and because of Mark Andre Fleury, I mean, with with goaltending, I know that Lundqvist is really good on the other side. But Fleury's had a really good last half of the season leading up into this, and along with Sidney Crosby, I mean, probably if not the best, one of the best players in the NHL. It's just really hard to go against that, and with the way they've played in the first two games, I think that, you know, if they continue that streak and, and keep on going with that, um, that, that would, that would, to, that would definitely be a huge upset. Yeah, that would be a gigantic upset. The Rangers have been playing pretty much, uh, amazing hockey and, and, and great team hockey, you know, the whole entire season and the Pittsburgh Penguins kind of stumbled into the playoffs. So, you know, it would be awesome. And you to know, see. that's, that's how, that's how, that's how a lot of those upsets happen is, right? you know, you have yeah. the Rangers that, I don't know if they are, but you have the Rangers that overlooked that team that came in and you're playing at home and, you know, you split it at home. And like you said, they, they almost lost that first game. It's, it's, you know, if it's you were to go, yeah, it's basically a brand new season now. So if you were to go down Oh two, that'd be really tough to dig your way out of that, especially that having, you know, essentially the Pittsburgh then being the home team because you're going to have home and uh, home ice advantage now with winning one on the road. Um, you know that's a that's a it's an inter- interesting one, but so I have so, so. so yeah, we we as a as a consensus, we have the yeah. Rangers moving on. Unfortunately, Josh lost out on this one, but uh, to 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 advance to the second round, <laughs> to advance, we have the Rangers. Uh, they are they are going to either meet uh the Washington Capitals or the New York Islanders in the second round, um. And yeah, that's that that well. Right now, that series is at uh, two to one. New York Islanders. Uh, they are whooping up on the Washington Capitals right now. So, which is that surprising to you guys? No, not at all. Why not? Well, uh, the Islanders have been playing great all year, and all you have to do really do is shut down two players, Nick Letty and no, they don't have to shut down Nick Letty, but Nick Letty's on the Islanders. Nick Letty and Johnny Boychuk can easily shut down. Alexander Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom, because that's really all they have to shut down. That's the two main like worries that the Islanders have. But they got the stronghold right now, and they've got all the emotion. And this is the last year the Nassau Coliseum will be uh, in use for the Islanders. So they have a lot of emotion going into this game, into this series and playoffs. So I think the New York Islanders will pull it off in five. What's up with Ovechkin? Why why can't Ovechkin be like everybody said? The the you know why can't he do his thing in the playoffs? Like Constantine said that you know they, with Washington, I I don't believe they have a lot of depth. Uh, you know they have a you know they have a a couple good lines. You know with uh, with Ovechkin and Backstrom. You know, but if you could take those two guys two guys out of the game for them, that's where a lot of their 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 production comes from. So. Unless Washington gets those two guys going and those two guys start producing Backstrom and, and Ovechkin, it's gonna be it's gonna be a quick series for the Islanders because, like Constantine said, 
you know, they're giving them a taste of their own medicine for the most part. They're just, they're, 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 they're a quicker team. Uh, they're a more physical team. I, I believe they have better defense. Um, so I, I actually have, I, I have the Islanders winning as well. Uh, I have them taking it to six. Uh, Kazim, would you say five? Yeah, five. Five. I, I have, I have Washington coming back a little bit. Um, you know, it's unfortunate because, you know, uh, you want to see great players, you know, playing late in the season. And unfortunately, I think Alexander Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom are going to be watching, uh, after this series is over. Yeah, as much as I want to see Ovechkin and the Capitals uh, continue, I like Ovechkin personally, but yeah, I, I see the, the Islanders in six in this one. Defense is uh, just too good. Yeah, I, I'm kind of against what you guys are saying. I think the Capitals are going to take it in seven. I think it's going to be a hard fall. I mean, these, these teams are pretty closely matched. So, I mean, each one of these games could go either way. It's not like it's not like the Islanders do something so much better than the, the Capitals do that they they make up they, they you know they they bridge that gap and. Are able to just just completely sweep them off the, off their feet and you know win games, but I think that uh, yeah I think that Washington wins in seven, and I think that Ovechkin's going to be a step up big time and make a make a, make a huge difference and make an impact on this series. And and I think once that happens, I think all of Washington's going to get behind him and, and, and carry him. And you know I, I I give a lot of credit to the Islanders and their their building closing, and I think that that plays into how they play because you know they're playing for a bigger cause than just the cup. I mean, there's something else involved with them, but. I don't know. I just think that uh, I think that you know the Washington's defense is pretty good. Their offense is really good, and you know they've got Ovechkin. And I don't think that you know Nick Letty can necessarily stop Ovechkin by himself. He needs help, and I'm not sure where that help is going to come from. So I think Washington in seven. I have the Islanders just because, like I mentioned before, Ovechkin's kind of. I mean, he's been he's been a regular season you know star, and then when the playoffs come, he kind of drops off. Um, you know, in a few games here or there. He hasn't really made much noise, and I think that that's kind of a telltale. I mean, if you want to go with what the pass has said, it's Ovechkin. Not necessarily chokes, but his teams just don't come to play with him, and he doesn't take control like you know somebody like a Patrick Kane does. Um, so in, in, Ovechkin, in, Ovechkin, in Ovechkin's uh, defense, I think that the the Washington Capitals are not. He doesn't really have a good. Uh, a good supporting cast yeah. around him. He doesn't have solid, you know, he doesn't have a lot of depth behind him either. So, you know, that, Patrick King will be playing on a rink league team against other, uh, you know, players and still score four goals. I mean, I'm, I'm over exaggerating there, but you know what I'm saying is that uh, there's certain points of times, and I know hockey's a little bit different, but there's certain points of times when your star player needs to put the team in the back and say, I'm going to right. help us get over that hump. And, 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 he really and hasn't we, done that. we witnessed that a little bit yesterday uh, as we saw the Blackhawks uh, Blackhawks playing. Uh, Jonathan Taves was unbelievable in that game. He was like a man on a mission. So uh, I, I do agree with you on that part, Josh. But uh, unfortunately, we have uh, the Islanders advancing on to play the New York Rangers in the second round of the playoffs. But we're going to shift over to the Western Conference uh, right now. And we're going to go to the matchup, uh, the St. Louis Blues, the hated St. Louis Blues over the uh, uh, versus the Minnesota Wild. Right now, the series is tied at one to one. You know, obviously, uh, Minnesota, St. Louis had home ice advantage, and Minnesota stole one uh, in, in 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 St. Louis. So, you know, it's it, right now it's anybody's game, and uh, Minnesota has the upper hand currently. I got Minnesota. I have Minnesota winning this series. Um, they were hotter than a you know snowball in hell um, coming out at the end of the season. 
Um, and they've just kind of ridden that. And I think that uh, being able to steal one, I mean, it's hard to win anywhere um, on the road, especially in hockey games. I mean, it's the most rabid fan bases you have. And so uh, to be able to steal one on the road and, and uh, be able to take it back, um, I think is going to be good for them. And, you know, if they go up 3-1, I think that that's kind of, that's kind of the end of that. So if they can do that, um, which, I mean, the streak that they've been on towards the end of this uh, season, I think that they can be able to, to win that series. I have Minnesota in six, uh, mainly just because of Devin Dubnik and Zach Parise's skill. Devin Dubnik's been coming off hot off the regular <laughs> season. I don't know if uh, David Backus and Jake Allen can concur with that. Jake Allen's only, a, I think he's a rookie in the playoffs right now. They benched Brian Elliott, the veteran Brian Elliott. So yeah, what do you, what do you guys think about that? Brian Elliott, for the most part, I mean, I know both goaltenders were twenty win goaltenders throughout the regular season, but for the most part, Brian Elliott was their guy. And then for him to be benched going into the playoffs, and you know Jake Allen to steal the the starting the starting gig from him. What do you guys What do you guys make of that? That, that it's got to be kind of unsettling for both for for the team itself, you know, to have one goalie, you know, for the most part, be your guy, and then be pulled, and not for not even for poor performance, just for the fact that I mean, he had a couple shaky outings uh, at at the end of the season, but you know, it, I, I don't think I don't think very many teams have gone very far in the playoffs, or I don't think any team has gone very far in the playoffs rotating their goalies back and forth. So, you know, I just think it's kind of uh, not a good move for them. Well, if you're doing that, I mean, you're going to be, you're hoping, not that you're not hoping, but you're you're playing against your Blackhawks then. I mean, because right. the Blackhawks, that's that's exactly what just happened. I mean, you had Darling, yeah, you but, had Ranta in this year. I know that it was because of injury, but you've been playing kind of roulette with them. I mean, Ranta started, what, 12 games no, this year? I, Corey, and, Corey Crawford, we're, we're not going to get into that right now, but Corey Crawford was their starter the whole year. Let's, you know, we'll be clear of that. Corey Crawford was their guy uh, up until this time. And we don't know what Quinnville's going to do, what he's always shifting everybody around. So, you know, for all we know that he could go back to Crawford. But, uh, you know, like I said, like I was, we can jump on that later. Like I was mentioning about uh, the Minnesota Wild and uh, the St. Louis Blues, uh, Minnesota dominated game one. They, they, they just put the blues in their place early and uh they they had the they they controlled that whole entire game. St. Louis had a little rush at the end of the game where they kind of made it a contest, but for the most part, Minnesota Minnesota dominated that game. And then in game 2, uh St. Louis won that and Vladimir Tarasenko had a hat trick in that game. Um and you know, which he was able to do by scoring an empty netter. But uh, for the most part, it was a back-and-forth game. I mean, St. Louis just converted a little bit more than Minnesota. I mean, the, the score wasn't that close. What did they win, Constantine, 5-2 to two or 4-2? to two? Uh, I think it was 4-2, yeah. 4-2, to two. yeah. Ter- you know, and ter- like I said, it, they had two empty net goals out of it. So, uh, well, what's wrong? <laughs> did you hear that? The fire truck? Yeah. Was it a fire truck? It was a fire truck. Oh, okay. I thought it was on our headphones. I was I was really confused. No, it was a fi- yeah, it was a fire truck. Oh, okay. Uh, so, anyways... Um, uh, I, I I'm with you, Con. I I think uh, I think Minnesota is going to win this in, in six, uh, and hopefully we can get those hated St. Louis Blues out of the playoffs. You talked about how like rookie goalies, you know, they usually don't go far in the playoffs. No, no, not rookie goalies. I'm just saying switching goalies. But w- yeah, with 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 tandem goalies uh, in the playoffs is not really a good recipe. I believe. Yeah, but in 2006, when Carolina won the Stanley Cup. They switched their goalies out like every other series. Between Ernest Ar- 
Ray and Cam Ward. Last time the Blackhawks, or not last time Blackhawks won the first the first Stanley Cup Blackhawks won in what 2010. That was they had a different goalie. Yeah, Antoniemi. Yeah. So I mean, it's not it's not impossible, but it's I, it's, it's yeah, probably yeah, not the best. It's decision. not just a situation that an organization wants to be in where there's a goalie yeah. controversy. I mean, I think that yeah, I think that Coach Q is trying to avoid that at all costs, but. We'll get fortunately there. Yeah. Definitely but I think the positions you want to be settled in. What's that? I said it's definitely one of those, the most important positions you want to just be settled in already. Right, right. You want to know who your goaltender is. But I think that I think that St. Louis is going to win this, unfortunately. I mean, being a Hawks fan, I was, would love to see Minnesota win it, but I just think that St. Louis has got too much. Thank you. They've got they've got too much too much offense, too much defense, and I think the three main reasons why uh, St. Louis is going to beat the Minnesota Wild is Vladimir Tarasenko, Alexander Steen, and Jaden uh, Swartz. I, I just think that they're too much for Minnesota to handle, and, and and you know usually in the NHL, skill and talent outweighs everything. So I think that um, I think that St. Louis has more of it, and they're going to win. And I think they're going to win in probably what do I think six ish. I think six games. I think you why I suck. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, Carm. As much as I mean, personally, I don't care for either team. I want to see them both lose if that's even possible. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, I think I mean overall skill has to go to St. Louis. Overall talent, and I think they will pull it out six, seven games. I want Minnesota to win for the simple fact. I was just looking up some stuff, and they uh, the Wild are hosting free pregame parties outside of their. Uh, Outside of, of their arena, the Hawks um, do that. Where they had, no, they had they're setting up a two story mega bar from Bud Light, and they have a DJ going, and you don't even have to go to the games if you just want to come to the party and just party out in the parking lot. That's pretty cool. Yeah, bravo to the organization. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All well, right. So what do we got next? Well, in Montreal, they have a Ferris wheel outside of the arena. <laughs> that does not compare to a two story bar. I'm well, sorry. You can get some popcorn. You know, <laughs> get me a pretzel here. Have some cotton candy. Some cotton candy and a, a snow cone. <laughs> So, uh, so we go down to Anaheim. No, no. Do we? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll save the Predators and Blackhawks first. No, no. I'm saying, do we have a winner? We have oh. Minnesota. Yeah, advancing? Minnesota. What was it? Yeah, I had Minnesota. Minnesota. I had St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. You had St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis. St. Louis. Oh, so Minnesota. You yeah. had Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. We had two majority. Sorry. Yeah. yeah Minnesota Sorry, majority three to two. Minnesota. Chef we'll and I were the only smart ones, yeah. but uh, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. They're gonna Minnesota's gonna lose now because I. And if you go back to my NFL picks, I'm terrible at this. I, I'm, I'm, you could throw in your you could throw in your NCAA. You throw right. in it's a try. I'm just like I'm like a death death touch. Your mush, yeah, from uh, yeah, Bronxdale, Bronxdale. <laughs> So uh, okay, we're gonna uh, we might as well just get right into yeah, the Blackhawks because they're right. in the same bracket. Uh, Blackhawks Preds. Uh, Blackhawks are up two one right now. Uh, I believe the Blackhawks are gonna win. I believe they're gonna win in five. Uh, they had they had some issues uh, with goaltending, obviously in, in in the first two games of the of the series. Uh, but I think they kind of found their rock. Um, you know, you know. Unfortunately, you know, we don't want to see that happen to this, um, Corey Crawford. But I, I, I think he's a professional, and he wants the best for the team. And you know, he what? was, he he wasn't playing well, and uh, he'd probably be the first one to admit that he wasn't playing well. I mean, some of those goals that he let in, especially in the in the end of at the end of game two, where he, they were just really soft goals. I mean, the first one that he gave up, he just was completely out of position. He like he he was. He was hugging the post, but he like shrunk his body into the smallest size possible, and it was like a huge window for uh, for, for for Nashville's guy to put it in the back of the net, and uh, that's why I believe, you know, 
the Hawks are going to win this in five. They're going to win. Uh, they're going to win tomorrow, and then they're going to close it out in Nashville. But I think that you know you're still going to need Corey Crawford down the road. So it's right. not like he's done, and Darling's going to be. You know, you're. I mean, even I still think that at some point in time you're going to need Corey Crawford to come in and start. And maybe that's in the start of the next series. Maybe that's you know if they do win this, which I have Blackhawks winning this in five. If they do this when they when they do, you know, unless Scott Darling is like on fire, shutouts can't be stopped. Maybe you put Corey Crawford back in at the very beginning, you know, of the series next time and say, all right, how do we start this back up? Let's go. And you know, Corey, if you if you struggle. Darling's going to come in and back you up. That's what a backup's for. He's there to back you up. I think, uh, yeah, I also think that that, that that whooping that Nashville gave to us in game two, I think that was a bad thing for them because it kind of woke up a sleeping giant. It was, you know, like, you know, poking a bear. Cruise a control. And yeah, then... poke, poking a bear or, you know, whatever. Whatever you want to <laughs> say with that. But, you know, it's just you're waking up a beast now, and, and the Blackhawks know that, that the Predators are no joke and not to be played around with. So, the Blackhawks are going to give them all they can handle now. But even then, that game got away from us towards the end of it. Like, I mean, I was watching it, and right, yeah, they were was, there. We were neck and neck. I mean, I saw when they tied it, and then obviously they took the lead, and we just, they just never looked back. But, I mean, Corey's defense, I mean, he didn't have a horrible, horrible game. There, there were some shots that were just a really. But, I mean, I mean, the defense just seems to play a lot better in front of Scott Darling, if you ask me. Yeah, I believe so, too. Well, I mean, that's a, the that's a thing, though, is I, I think that um, – I don't think Corey Crawford was essentially the problem. I, I still think the most the defense alarming, around him. Yeah, I think the most alarming thing the with defense. the Blackhawks is the defense. I mean, there is no reason why that defense should ever be giving up thirty shots to Nashville. I mean, well, I, no, I, can, I, can no two, I can give you two reasons why they're giving up thirty shots. Why? Kimo Tiemann and Michael Rosevall. Both are brutal. They're old. They're brutal. They can't skate with the rest of them. And uh, yeah, but you just think that you, mean, you think that's a difference? I mean, you still you still got Keith. You still got Seabrook. You still got Jarmus, yeah, but Jarmus, Jarmus, you, you know you know how Quenville le- leans on his 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 guys that he he can trust, and you know for whatever reason he leans on Roosevelt, and Roosevelt is slow, and we've seen him make huge mistakes. I mean, that was one of I think it was the first goal in game two that was his fault. Oh, when he fell or he no, stumbled? Yeah, he like he, he skated towards the back in the middle of the ice when the guy with the puck was on the outside. He thought Keith was going to come over and Keith had the guy that was coming up to the middle and he just let him go and the guy had a wide open wrister, right? You know, granted, Corey Crawford should have stopped it, but, you know, it was bad defense on his part. Just uh, for the record, though, I did say like what about three or four podcasts ago to Constantine. I says, at what point do they make a change and make a permanent change with Scott Darling? Because Scott Darling, starting about a month and a half to two months ago, he was he's been playing down. He's been playing better than Corey Crawford since then. How do you make that permanent change though? Because you have Corey Crawford on a pretty it, long contract. But I understand that. But but in the playoffs, it's all about wins. I mean, at that point, Corey Crawford's going to be with you. He's going to deal with it. He's a teammate. But I mean, you got to go with the hot goalie, the goalie who's going to get wins. And so far. It's proven to be Scott Darling, whether you like it or not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would rather see Corey Crawford playing better, but at this point, Scott Darling has outplayed Corey Crawford the last month and a half. He deserves those and, games. And I think, I, yeah, I think Constantine could elaborate a little bit on on goaltenders and and their psyche, and the, you know their their emotional state is is plays a huge role in in how they play, you know. And it, <laughs> Constantine, do you want to jump in there? I want to jump in there. I guess. Yeah, when especially when you're a goal. You know, your your mind is so focused on the puck, and once it's behind you, you look up, and all you see, is, it's like you get all the blame when you lose, and you don't get enough when you win. So it's like you're agging for more, but when you when you let one when you let one buy you, you're just looking. You, you like you look up, and you, all you see is just like disappointment in everyone's faces. That's 
that's like probably the worst part about being a goalie. It's you know coming from me when when I'm in goal and I let up a soft goal, I'm like, oh my god, what is wrong with me? I, I like feel I so just are beat all, on myself. Are all goalies head cases? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, it's all seriousness. All, are all goalies? I mean, because I mean, to, it to is to one of those two. To a point, you almost have to be. I mean, you, you, no sane person is no, ever going to go. Yeah, is is ever going to go into go into a position where you know you're going to get you know pucks that are you know can hurt you essentially just rocketed at you constantly. And that's your that's your gig. So the I gold mean, the gold tender is the only person who gets mad when the puck doesn't when the puck doesn't hit him. I mean, if the puck doesn't hit you, you're screwed. Yeah, I, I, but uh, Constantine, I mean, you could probably answer this question the best. Don't you think that it, 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 give, it, being a goalie and giving up a soft goal does that make you over anticipate shots and over overplay a certain puck a certain puck position based on the fact that you gave up a soft goal already and you're trying to protect from ha- that happening again? Definitely, you will like you will overdo everything, and that could lead to more goals or it could make you better. But definitely. That's happened to me more than once where I've overdone it. I've gone way out too far, and they they've gotten the pass right be right behind me for that easy tip in. Right, right. That's I mean that's that's where I think you're you're going to run into problems with with Corey Crawford. I think that I don't think that you can really go back. I mean, unless Scott Darling has an absolutely horrendous series from here on out, I don't think you can go back to Corey Crawford in this series. But I think starting in game one of the next series, if they're able to advance, I think you can. Make a clean break to mm-hmm. you know to to Corey Crawford just in the fact of I mean who's gonna who's gonna deny the fact that he's got a Stanley he's got a Stanley Cup and, and he was the goalie and he's had the best statistical season of his career this year I mean so yeah no, I I just think I, I think the the Blackhawks are in a good and a bad position the fact that Scott Darling is is absolutely red hot right now but I mean the the bad part of it is the fact that you know the only sacrificial lamb to this whole thing is Corey Crawford when I don't think that. I don't think it, you know, because if you go back to game two where the where the Blackhawks got blown out, I mean, that was a one goal game. That was a very entertaining game until that until that until they went up uh, two goals in that game, and that's when the floodgates opened and you know everything everything was lost. So I mean, I think a lot of that was revolved around the defense and, and and giving up shots that they shouldn't necessarily be giving up, and you know just not helping out Corey Crawford as much as they should, and. You know, unfortunately, Corey Crawford lost it and, and let a couple goals come in, and then the floodgates open. So, what do you do if Scott Darling struggles really bad next two games? Do you go back to Corey Crawford, or do you stay with Scott Darling because you already made that change? I mean, if if goalies are head cases, which obviously we just, I mean, isn't that going to <laughs> point at Constantine? Why is he pointing at you, Con? But isn't that going to just mess with you know the hot hand or the confidence? I mean. You know, it's it's just like quarterback. You have to have that confidence going in there. If you're not confident in what you're doing, you're going to do a terrible job. If you're not confident in sitting in goal and you're going to stop everything, you're going to give up a ton of soft goals. So, what do you do if what do you do having the situation if Scott Darling struggles? You go back to the crow. Yeah, you know, it's we hope we don't have to. We don't. We hope we don't have to live through those decisions. But I do believe, you know, obviously. Uh, uh, Joel Quenneville made the right decision in Game One, you know, to pull Crawford after the first after the first period after he gave up three goals and put uh, Darling in there. And you know, the Blackhawks obviously, you know, they heard the message. So you know, I just I just have faith in, in what Coach Q is doing and, and and the buttons that he presses and and the and the players that he plugs into whatever lineup. And you know, I I believe that he's going to get it done. Uh, uh, that's why he gets paid a bunch of money. One so. thing that goes back to the mental. <laughs> True. 
Crawford just sitting, when you sit there on a bench in the backup position, you're sitting there for two and a half hours watching the game. You know, what are the thoughts that go through your mind? You're like, oh my, wait, what are you watching the goal? You're like, can I go in? Can I go in? What is he doing out there, really? Really, what is he doing? I mean, you're just sitting there. That's like a ticking bomb. Once you get, when you get out there, then you're ready to. Go, then you're probably gonna be ready to go. And yeah, but or or, or it's the opposite, and you're so overhyped and so jacked up to be back out there because you have you know your starting rollback. I think that's one thing that as normal like non super athlete people that we are, I don't think we speak sometimes for you, speak for yourself, sure. Josh. I don't think <laughs> honestly, I don't think we understand the the you know kind of cool call mentality that a lot of these players have. I mean, as much as you want to say they're a head case, and some people can be rattled. I mean, for for you know, for a goalie to be rattled, we would have been rattled, you know, sixteen steps before that because you know the amount of pressure they've had to go through just to get where they're at. I think so. I don't think as much as kind of understand what you're saying. I don't think a lot of NHL goalies are sitting there going, "Let him back in, let him back in, come on, come on." I mean, I think they they want to be back in, but they understand where they're at. And you know, Corey Crawford again um, uh, in an interview, I heard Scott Darling say that. You know, Corey Crawford was very supportive of him and, you know, wants what's best for the team and really wants to, you know, do what's best for everybody. And so if that's him sitting and letting the hot hand go, I mean, at least they think he understands that it's not because Scott Darling is, quote unquote, better than him all time. It's just Scott Darling's got the hot hand. He's, you know, in this playoff game and he or playoff series and he's kind of they're going to ride that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, I you know I agree. I agree with uh, with all you guys. Do we all have the Blackhawks uh, advancing or yes? Yes. If right. I said something opposite, do I get tossed out? No. No. Yes. Uh, yes. Probably. Oh, do, you, do you get tossed out? Yes. Yes. So right. Blackhawks winning. Blackhawks. Blackhawks, Blackhawks winning. Woo! How many games? Did we say how many games? Five. Five. I got five. 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 All right. Cool. Woohoo! All right, so what's next? We got uh, next. We have the uh, Anaheim Ducks against the Winnipeg Jets, and uh, just a little tidbit for all you guys who <coughs> probably don't know: um, the Ducks are the first team in NHL playoffs, uh, NHL playoff history, uh, for a team to go into the third uh, third period trailing and win both of their first two games, which is the first time, like I said, in NHL history. Um, and another little quick tidbit. Uh, the Jets have lost each of their last six opening playoff uh, games opening to open a playoff series. Uh, they've o- lost their last six of them, and that uh, that stretch dates back to their days as the Atlanta Thrashers. So, uh, just as those two simple facts, uh, I have the I have the Ducks winning in seven. Uh, I think the Jets are gonna ha- are they gonna they have a bunch of uh, ex Blackhawks players who are who are the mainstays on their team. Uh, Andrew Ladd, uh, as Constantine would say, Dustin Bufflin, or uh, Bufflin, Bufflin, and, and Michael Froelich, uh, who are all key guys in there in in the Winnipeg Jets uh, 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 jigsaw puzzle. So I have the Ducks winning in seven, but I do think that the uh, the Jets are going to give them a run for their money. I have Ducks winning in four. Wow, Ooh. sweet! Yeah. I had Ducks in five, just because. I mean, yeah, it. I, I don't think that the the Jets put up really. Anything. I mean, you might steal one, and if you get one, great. But especially at home. But the Ducks are the one who's been stealing them. The Jets have been leading. I mean, what, what did what? When did Anaheim win that game uh, the other day? They, it was in the last what thirty seconds they scored that goal to win. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, but I mean, I mean, stealing one as far as home ice is what I'm saying. Okay. So, right. I mean, and I guess that doesn't mean stealing one. I mean, taking one. But, you know, a number one and a number four, I don't know. I just, and I, the way Anaheim's been playing, they've been really hot, just like the Wild have been. I mean, I don't, I don't see anything past four or five. I think that the Ducks are really starting to click choke there. Well, I think that if they go past that, I think that if Winnipeg wins more than one or more, wins more than one, I think that Anaheim's not playing up to what they should be. So, yeah, I think the, uh, I think the Ducks in five, I mean, it's already, it's already what, two zero. Uh, I, I just, I don't see Winnipeg really putting up much of a fight. If, if the Ducks win this next game, it's going to be, it's going to be over pretty quickly. And I, th- I think that maybe Winnipeg, you know, with their, with their guys and their group can squeeze out one game, but I think that's about all they, all they can handle. And I think the series will be over quite quickly. Ducks in five, definitely. They've already, uh, they got their little mini chokehold on this series, and they're gonna they'll put it away in five games. I think there's just Winnipeg's not gonna be able to withstand what they got. Quack quack. Casting what he got? Quack quack. He already said oh. go ducks sweep. Ducks. ducks. So everybody's ducks got the together. ducks. Yep. All right, so we got the ducks advancing uh, to the second round. We have the, in the next uh, in, the, in the last and final uh, matchup for the first round of the playoffs. We have the Vancouver Canucks against the Calgary Flames. Uh, right now, Calgary is up two to one. Um, so far, I think the Calgary Flames are going to steal this series um, in seven games. I think it's going to go to a full seven game series. I don't know, maybe. Mainly because of what the Calgary Flames have. They have some great defense and some great offense with uh, the rookie Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau. And he's been, I think he's been putting up a few, few good points in this series and getting the Calgary Flames or 2-1 lead on the series. Yeah, I, li- I like, uh, I like Calgary to win this and I think that Calgary is going to win it in, uh, in six or seven games. I just think that, uh, they're playing. They put, they're playing a lot more inspired, and you know, being a Blackhawk fan, I'm always going to root against Vancouver. So, I hope the Sedin twins end up in an amb- in an ambulance somewhere after a game. <laughs> but you know, Cal- Calgary is, I think, is a more physical team, and I think the phys- physicality is going to win in the playoffs. So, I think Calgary in six or seven. I'm going actually with Vancouver. I'm going with Vancouver in six. Uh, they dominated game two. Uh, Calgary kind of stole game one. Uh, Vancouver do- dominated game uh, game two for the most part, um, and uh, the you know Calgary kind of they, they I believe they stole one yesterday uh, in their in their game uh, that they played yesterday. I believe they stole that one. Uh, I think Vancouver's going to come back and wind up winning it in six. I have Vancouver in six, so I think it's going to be one of the closest series that you have in um, in the playoffs, at least in the first round. Um, this one, this this is the only one that I have actually going into seven, um, but I have Vancouver winning it. So, does anyone else notice? So, like when it comes to two Canadian teams playing each other in the playoffs, there's always a little bit more muster involved in the games. I mean, you look at the, the the Ottawa and Montreal series, and you look at the Vancouver and Calgary series. I mean, it just seemed like they those two teams are a lot more physical, and the games are a lot more intense and close. Isn't it crazy how that how that turns out though? I oh mean, my god, is I there? I would love to be in the stadium for e- either of those series, even though, you know, both of them are right now kind of lopsided. Uh, but it's got to be crazy loud in there. I mean, I I'd probably not want to be involved in any of those crazy fights. That Is there? <laughs> yeah, mess with it's got to be really loud in there. That's awesome to, to be at a sporting event that the people oh, have that much emotion. You know, it, going into the game, is there is there what five five Canadian teams in the playoffs? Five out of the seven Canadian teams. That's, five out of seven. That's crazy. No. 
Yeah. And so, and, and think about that. So you have, you know, four out of the five playing each other in the first round. I mean, but, and, and it's not like they're put together that way, just the seating, the way yeah, that it's just how it works. So. Makes for a good first round of hockey, though. Yeah, yeah very entertaining to watch. Yeah, so. definitely. All right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go back over to the Eastern Conference here. We have. Hold up, the, hold up. Who do we have? Who do we have? We got. Oh, you guys have Calgary going. Yeah, oh, did you, did you, did you say Vancouver, Vancouver in seven? Hey, Vancouver. We have one. Van, I'm. I'm a Calgary. We're, Calgary. we're Van, Vancouver. Vancouver. All right, so we have. You Van, Cal- did you say so, Vancouver or no? Yeah, I never yeah. got the pick. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, sorry, 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 Chef. So we got. So we've got three to two Vancouver over. Calgary. But again, so, since I picked it, Calgary's going to actually win. But we picked Vancouver, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna jump back over to the Eastern Conference here, uh, and we have the Canadians against the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, in the first of the in the first of the uh, second round playoff matchups. We have uh, the Montreal Canadiens against the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, and I believe uh, personally, um, you know, no matter what Josh wants to say or believe, I I, I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to win this one. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna pull, pull an upset here. Uh, obviously, both teams are very talented and very good. Uh, hopefully, PK Subban, uh, hopefully the Ottawa Senators can get some retribution on him, take him out of the series, and Ted Bay's gonna steal this. Uh, Steven Stamkos is gonna score about sixty goals on Carey Price. And <laughs> Jesus, that's that's the way we're going with this one. I, I think that. Uh, I, I would I, I would have Montreal, but I would say that if for some reason Pekan Subban wasn't playing, and just like any other sport, Carmen always yells at me if you if you like I don't I don't wish injury on anybody, um, but if for some reason they did take him out and he was out for the series, I think that would be a whole big game changer. And I think that I mean I would completely flip flop my picks, and I would have Tampa Bay winning if PK Subban doesn't play. I think that he's that good that he can really change. He's that good and he's that physical despite his completely and utterly stupid. Um, penalty. I, I do think that he's that, that, that good and that physical that he changes that series around. Um, and that they would win that. Um, so I, I have Montreal barring, um, you know, Subban playing or not, but as of right now, you know, he can handle himself. He's a big boy. I think Montreal in seven. I think they're, uh, you know, with Kerry, they're going to ride him definitely goaltending wins game. They're going to be, honestly, they're going to be seven really, really close here. And we're talking nail biters, maybe even a couple overtimes. I'm taking Montreal in 7-2 just because of the Carey Price versus Ben Bishop matchup. It's just going to be a goaltender's battle. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Montreal, and I think Montreal is going to win in six games. I, I think it's a dream matchup, though, because you got the number one defense in defense in Montreal Canadiens versus the number one offense in Tampa Bay Lightning, and I think that's just going to be a fun game to watch because we're going you know, to find out. If defense or offense truly wins championships, the unstoppable force and the immovable object. <laughs> you ever heard that? <laughs> You've never heard that? The unstoppable no. force versus the immovable object? No. no. That was one of my favorite sayings back in the day for football. But yeah, I, th- yeah. I just think Carey Price is going to be too much for, for any team to handle in this playoffs. And I, th- I think that uh, Montreal wins. So we have uh, Montreal advancing, correct? Everybody else picked Montreal except yes. for jo- Josh. Yeah. You picked Montreal? Montreal? Four to one. Yeah, four, four to one. one. Sorry. All right. <laughs> My attention. bad. So right. we got uh we got the New York Rangers against the New York Islanders in the next uh next matchup in the second round for the Eastern Conference. Can I just New say York, one New thing York. before we start before we start talking about this? Emotional and it's gonna be a great series if this ever comes out. Oh, right. it's gonna it's gonna be a New York battle. I mean how how often is this gonna happen? 
The New York against New York. So New York, New York. It's going to be, uh, maybe they're going to set the state on fire and, and, and then Chicago is going to be propelled to the number one city in America. But, you know, who knows? Uh, I, for the for the sake of hockey and for the sake of the matchup that we already picked in the round above, I want the New York Rangers in there. I want to see what they, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a rematch. And, and I believe that the Canadians are going to come out on that one. Uh, but I would like to see, I would like to see New York win it. Um, I know I didn't pick them, uh, I didn't, I didn't pick them in the, in the, in the first round matchup, but since we're doing it all over again, uh, I want to see the best teams, uh, at the best time of the year. So, uh, I got the New York Rangers winning that one. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, I think New York, I think New York's going to win that series. I just think that they showed over the course of the regular season that they're, they're a really good team. They're for real. I mean, just look at the, the game that they played against late, against the Blackhawks. I mean, that was as close to a playoff hockey game as there was. And I just think that New York is, is a is a battle tested team, and I, I think that you know the the Islanders are playing a little above their heads, even making it to the second round. And I just think that the class is going to show in New York, and uh, the Rangers are going to going to take this in, in probably about six games. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very very emotional six game series. New York, the Rangers coming out on top, and you know the Islanders. I mean, they're they're going to ride a nice little Cinderella story going in, but ultimately, I mean, New York is going to come out and take it. Constantine, did you go? Uh, no, not yet. I'm taking New the New York. I'm Rangers. taking New York. I'm going to play. New York's going to win. Taking New York. <laughs> taking the New York Rangers in seven. Yep, same. All right, right. So, so we all have yes. the Rangers. Yeah. Rangers. Christopher has the uh, no. Christopher had the Rangers too. Yeah, I have the Rangers. So that was uh, a sweep. So we got Rangers against the Canadians in the uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, we have uh, the Chicago Blackhawks showing down uh, showdown against the Minnesota Wild. Right? Was it Minnesota we picked? Yes. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so... No car picked the Blues. <laughs> so we got uh, the Chicago Blackhawks against the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, first matchup of the Western Conference. Uh, second round um, playoff matchup. I have the Blackhawks winning because I hate everybody in the Western Conference <laughs> except for them. So we are going uh, We're going straight Blackhawks. And I'm going to say it in seven because Minnesota, they the Blackhawks have had trouble with them. All season long, and even going into back into last year too, uh, Zach Preci, he's 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 a stud, and uh, Devin Dubnik, like Constantine says, uh, he's playing lights out. So, I I, I do believe that they're going to give him a, a tough battle, but uh, you know, eventually the Blackhawks are going to pull this one out. I'm taking the Blackhawks in seven, definitely be, probably because of you know we'll still we'll have Patrick Kane, probably it'll be his, Patrick Kane. Um, and Jonathan Taze versus Zach Breezy and Ryan Suter on the uh, scoring. So I'll have that battle for seven games, and the Blackhawks are going to come out on top. I'm going Hawks in six. I think it'll be a very entertaining, very brutal series, but I think Hawks in six, the experience and the uh, just, I mean, I just hate Minnesota flat out. So Hawks in six. Well, see, here's where I'm indifferent because I think if the Hawks would be playing the Blues in the second round, I think the Hawks would win in seven. But I think since they're playing Minnesota, I think the Hawks win in five. I just think that I think that Minnesota, you know, first of all, the Blackhawks know how to beat. I mean, the Blackhawks ended Minnesota's season last year, and I just think that by that point, Patrick Kane will be full stride, and I think the team will be clicking on all cylinders. And like like Christopher said earlier, I mean, I think that. The Nashville Predators kind of awoken a beast in the Chicago Blackhawks, and I think that from here on out, the Blackhawks are going to start steamrolling people. 
I got the Blackhawks in six, and I think that, it, again, it depends on if you can get this whole entire goalie rotation thing figured out. I think that's a really big – but I think they do get it figured yeah, that's out. Yeah, that is a key cog in what they're trying to do. Yeah, but I, I think that they do get it figured out. I think that it ends up being, whether it's Crawford, whether it's Darling, that, that uh, Quinville figures it out and rides the hot hand and um, and that you know they show up for that next series. But I do want to point back to um, uh, a couple times ago when I did mention that either the Kings, which I know are not in the playoffs now, or the Minnesota Wild were two of the teams that the Blackhawks really didn't want to see um, because of of how it was. And I really think I still stand by that. I think that there are two teams you really just don't want to see. This isn't going to be a, yeah, this, this isn't going to be a settling matchup for for yeah. us Chicago Blackhawks fans because it, it, it's going to bring us back. And, and and by that I mean it's going to bring us back to those days, the last season against the Kings. You know, I believe it's just, like Josh said, it's a similar type matchup. You know, it's it, it's a team that's fast. Minnesota Physical. is very fast, just like LA was. And uh, and a physical team, and they could definitely put the puck in the back of the net. They're not, you know, it's not all defense for them. So, but regardless of that, we still have the Blackhawks winning. <laughs> how many? How many games? I had six. I had seven. I had seven. Six. Five. So that averages out to like six and a half. Six so. and a half. Yeah. Six. Six and a half. All right. Woo-hoo. All right. What do we got next? And we Blackhawks. <laughs> We have the Ducks against the Canucks. I have the Ducks. I have the Ducks in six. I just think Anaheim's, like I said, they've been on a roll. The, yeah, the Sedin sisters, I think their time is expiring in the NHL. <laughs> they're they're about to get sent off to a foster home. You know, their, their parents kicking them out. <laughs> what? I just got deep. Where's the analogy? Deep quick. Where's the analogy? They're, they're, they're brothers. And no, I get it. Just, what are you talking about? Aren't they twin, twin brothers? brothers? Yeah, they're twin brothers. Yeah. They're like twin te- telepathy. You just went, re- you, like you said, you went really deep with, they're going to foster homes. Like, like, <laughs> okay, you can't have like grounded or they got like... At, I was trying to just say, we're foster, foster home. We're foster we, home. We want to rules. <laughs> we want to see them in the worst possible situation, so... Uh, Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I got I got the Ducks winning uh, as well, only because I think yeah they're in over their head, uh, uh, Vancouver. Ducks. And, and aside aside from their aside from the the Sedine brothers, um, you know they don't have much else from there, and, and that's a big part of the production. So I think the Blackhawks, you know, the Blackhawks have found their have found a, a key. A key way of shutting them down, which you know they showed uh, in years past, uh, uh, shutting them down in the playoffs, and, and other teams key in on that, and you know they take the same formula and uh, and, and and work off of that. So for that reason, I believe the Ducks are going to uh, advance into the uh, Western Conference Finals. I am taking the Ducks. Um, I'm going to take the Ducks in six. Can the Canucks may pull off a two, but. Uh, Ryan Getzlaff's power and strength is probably is going to be too much for the Canucks to handle. Yeah, I agree with you, Constantine. I think the Ducks in six. I just I I don't I don't think that Vancouver is even going to get out of the first round, so they're certainly not going to get out of the second round. Um, but yeah, I think I think Anaheim in six. Anaheim in six. All right, so it's a clean sweep. We have uh, the Blackhawks against the Ducks in Black the Hawks. Western Conference Finals. We have the uh, the Habs against the New York Rangers in the Eastern Conference Finals. All right, let's start. Let's start in the East. I'm taking the Habs. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you guys to elaborate on that a little bit. I'll, I'll elaborate on my own thoughts. 
So I'll t- I'm taking the <laughs> I'm taking the Habs. I'm gonna take the Habs in seven to get their uh, revenge on Henrik Lundqvist and the New York Rangers. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's gonna be a tough series. I guess my gut's gonna have to go with Montreal winning it. But I, 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 I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if New York pulled it off. Yeah, me, me, me personally, I think that either way, I think whether the Canadians or the Rangers win will be cool um, because it's an original six team making it to the finals. But uh, you know, I've, I've pulled for Montreal all year. I'm going to continue pulling for them, and I think Montreal is going to win in seven. Uh, you think PK Subban's got your care package yet, Carm? Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> with all so. your uh, where's where's that jersey? With all your teddy your teddy here. bear and your box of chocolates and <laughs> a bottle of wine and all that. Stuff. Carm's got underwear he's flinging out on the ice afterwards. <laughs> Whatever, guys, don't be jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm rolling with you guys. I think that I think the Presidents Trophy winners their buck stops here. Uh, Canadians are 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 definitely they're on the up. The the Rangers they're having trouble with their their first round matchup right now. So who knows how they're going to be. Uh, you know, at, at that position of uh, of the playoffs, and I, I think Montreal is riding a little high right now, uh, and, and they definitely are more experienced than they are last year. Um, so I believe that the the Canadians are gonna are gonna move past and uh, and get to the Stanley Cup Finals. I actually I think the Rangers, just so I can put it on the record, I know that we're going with the consensus, but I think the Rangers, um, I think the Rangers make it to the Stanley Cup just uh, for the fact that their goalie is one of the best goalies. Um, in the league, uh, and I think that defense really helps um, when you uh, when you're playing a, a good scoring team like Montreal. So, all right. So as a, as a show, we have the Montreal Canadiens because Josh is the only one, right? Yep. How many games? Seven. What do we say? Seven. It's going seven. It's going to be a nasty dogfight. I think the the, the Canadians are going to be on top, but it's going to be nasty. It's going to be back and forth. Uh, just grind it out, you know. I think it's going to be two, one, three, two type games. It's not going to be in the fives or anything crazy like that. Uh, it's just going to be a grind it out type series. All right, so we got we got the Canadians advancing to the Stanley Cup Finals in seven games over the New York Rangers. All right, what about the West? The West, we have the Ducks against the Blackhawks, uh, and obviously anybody who says anything different. Uh, we'll have to leave the Kenilworth well, Studios why you, immediately. Why are you looking at me right away? <laughs> you're just you're, you're directly in my in my path of sight there. I know better. <laughs> They're going to immediately have to be uh, escorted out of the Kenilworth Studios. I'm just going to get this out of the way, and I'm going to say Blackhawks in five. Blackhawks in seven. I, I think that it's going to be more than five. I just I think that I think that Anaheim's good enough that it's not going to be an easy rollover as much as as much as Blackhawks fans as much as we want it to be. I really think that it's going to be. Um, I think that it's going to be six or seven, uh, probably. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, I know you'd like to see it in six, but probably, probably seven. Uh, but Blackhawks. Yeah, I got the Blackhawks. How many games? Uh, probably two and a half. It's all it's going to take. <laughs> yeah, the Ducks are just going to send it home, pack it up, go back to California, drinking wine, and and then they're going to play the Mighty Ducks uh, from the cartoon yeah. that are like on a spaceship, <laughs> and they're going to beat them like thirty-eight to nothing. What do you do? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. No. I think it's good. I mean, it's it's that's uh, that's the Homer and me trying to trying to shoo away any possible threats to our Chicago Blackhawks. But um, you know, I, I think the Blackhawks are going to win. It's it's going to go late in the it's going to go late in the series, either six or seven games. Uh, but I do believe the Blackhawks' experience and uh, uh, and 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 championship pedigree is going to take them. 
you know, past the, for the most part, inexperienced uh, Anaheim Ducks uh, in this series. So we got Blackhawks in what Montreal. three? Blackhawks in three. Wait, wait, wait Montreal. What? Blackhawks beat Anaheim. Oh, you said Blackhawks in three. Go Blackhawks! Woo! Three games, yeah. That's Black the Hawks, that's the average. Blackhawks in three. Good lord. Three and a half. I should probably I should probably just keep this rolling for the next segment, right? Uh, I mean, right at this point, if, if Blackhawks are making it to the finals against the Montreal Canadiens, how crazy is that going to be? How how crazy is that going to be? How crazy? Yeah. It's gonna be incredible if that if that truly does wind up to be the uh, the Stanley Cup Finals. That is going to be a treat for anybody who likes hockey. You don't have to be from Chicago or Montreal. It's gonna be Montreal. They're they're an elite defensive team, and the Blackhawks are. They have. I mean, you could you could you could pick out at elite least offense. you could pick out six names who could be studs or number ones on any other team in the NHL that are on the Chicago Blackhawks and and. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a treat. It's going to be a treat for everybody who loves hockey. So, how do you feel about those two teams, Carm? How do I? It's pulling at my heart. I like both teams, <laughs> but I think Blackhawks and Six. I just think that they're. I I think they they're they're better, and you know, they score more goals. And you know, I I just I don't know. I just think the skill skill and skill and you know team and, and experience is gonna is gonna carry them. And I think that uh, yeah, just. Yeah, that's all. Are you going to offer a cuddle session with PK Subban afterwards to console him? I may have to fly out there and console him. But, <laughs> Maybe know. he could stone cold stun you too. Yeah, um, I, have, I have the Blackhawks and I have the Blackhawks in six. Um, I think that once you get to the Stanley Cup, because they've been there before and they've done that and they've tasted that, and, and a good chunk of them have too, um, that it's it's going to be it's going to be tough to stop them if they are on that roll. Um, again, if they make it all the way there, I, I think that it's kind of those. Uh, I don't want to say team of destiny, but um, you've just been hearing about it all year, and every time you've they've lived up to those expectations all year. If that makes sense, um, people have said stuff about it, and they've lived up to it. Um, and other than the uh, the injury, that's what it is. So I got Blackhawks and six. Blackhawks and six. I got the Hawks sweeping them. Oh, there we go. And four. I got the Hawks. Wow, that's, them. that's wow. Yeah, right. you better turn that up. Jeez, oh, geez, so. <laughs> So that's the Blackhawks. That is uh, that is the end of our NHL preview. Couple games late, but better late than never, as we said. Um, we if if you guys could, uh, and you know, any of our listeners uh, want to, uh, to to definitely call us out on our on, on our picks and uh, tell us how we're wrong, feel free to do that at, on Twitter and on Facebook at the JCC Show. Also, along with the JCC show, real quick, um, we are in the process of changing our name. If you Google JCC show, you get Jewish Community Center a lot. And we didn't realize that when we uh, picked our name. Um, so we're going to be looking at changing that just so uh, for continuity and stuff. So if you have any ideas, uh, shoot it to us. But um, make sure that you are following us on Facebook and on Twitter at the JCC show. So when we do change our name, you will be aware. Um, but this whole entire uh, podcast, this whole entire preview is brought to you by... Uh, Purely Meat Company. Uh, Purely Meat provides Chicago's finest restaurants and chefs with the highest quality steaks and chops of all natural chicken, lamb, veal, and 100% grass-fed beef. For more information, visit purelymeat.com. That's purelymeat.com, especially when you're watching some uh, if you If you call an order, stuff. if you call an order, mention the JCC show, uh, you will be sure to get a, uh, a nice chunk uh, percentage off your, your order there. <laughs> <laughs> real, or, or a nice handshake. Real, yeah. real quick before we go, I have um, the draft lottery was on Sunday, 
And I have the first three picks for the draft lottery. It is number one going number one overall is the Edmonton Oilers. Number two is the Buffalo Sabres. And number three is the Arizona Coyotes. I just think Edmonton should be down in the dumps forever. They shouldn't be rewarded for for trading the best player in NHL history uh, at any point in their future. And you know, <laughs> I mean, how do you tra- how do you trade Wayne Gretzky? Come on, yeah, stupid. So, but with that, we're going to end here today. So, uh, make sure again you follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at the JCZ Show. Have a great rest of the hockey season and go Blackhawks. The cool dude in the podcasting world, the JCC Show. You're listening to the JCC Show. on Twitter at the JCC Show and also on Facebook at the JCC Show. The best place to find Chicago sports, banter, and jokes.